happy. You got to be happy. Come on and be happy. Sing a little song. My name is Sally Jackson Freeman. Over the past 30 years in the music business, I've pretty much seen and heard it all. And the one thing I know beyond doubt is that behind every superstar is a huge team of highly successful and talented individuals who help the artists realise and monetize their talent. This podcast is dedicated to finding out what makes these people so successful and sharing their insider knowledge and tips with you. No, happy new year to you how are you doing all right yeah all right it's been a it's been a fun couple of weeks but uh i think we may be through it i'm <laughs> yeah. loving wonder woman on the world wall i love do you like that cool. yeah it looks well cool i i collect wonder woman bits amazing i'm gonna show you one bit here <laughs> amazing so, um this this for, I'm going to, I'm actually going to include this in the recording actually, because Wonder Woman has just been, um, released 1984. Not that I've yes. seen it, no. but I'm friends with the, uh, the PA to the, to the director, Sam Mendes. So this no is a, way. yeah. So this is an actual bit of Wonder Woman legit film merch. So no um, way. That's one so, cool. Yeah, so for the listeners, it's kind of like it's a Wonder Woman with her gold rope in her hand, full outfit and a little Wonder Woman stand. So there you go. That's amazing. So she is an iconic person for me. I think you can't beat Wonder Woman, really. Yeah, she's that's cool. (laughs) I love it. I love love all your stuff you've got there. It's good. Yeah. I'm a big Marvel fan. Oh, Uh, are you? Yeah, I I think Hulk is definitely my favourite, but uh, I have little Hulks everywhere. Yeah, there's a whole row of them on my desk. Wobbly nice. Hulk. Um, well, there you Lego go. Hulk. So yeah, I, I love um, Lego Wonder Woman as well. And um, Graham, for for those of you that are listening, Graham's looking behind me, and I've got a Wonder Woman. I've got Wonder Woman Lego clock, and I've also <laughs> a Wonder Woman. I can hear it. I can hear that? That's a key ring. Wonder nice. Woman. <laughs> little Lego. Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah, I've got, I've got the matching. Uh, oh well, there you go. You see, I've we're all matching, superheroes, really. Matching, matching Hulk. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so we have a share, a love of Marvel characters <laughs> and Lego. So yeah. obviously, it's meant to be. Well, Graham, it's so lovely to have you on the podcast, and it feels like this is a return match, really, because you very generously invited me onto your podcast. Um, was it? It wasn't even last year. I feel like I've lost all sense of time now. It was 2019. Yeah, do you know, yeah. <laughs> I I was saying the other day. I said I said somebody. Oh, last year, and I was like, no, it wasn't. It was the year before. Like, it's really funny, isn't it? It's, it feels like a lost year. It's but weird. In fact, that was 2019, and I was uh, speaking at the Amsterdam Dance Event University, and you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, can you remember any highlights from 2019? Because we didn't go last year, did we? Uh, Amsterdam Dance Event 2019. <laughs> it's such a too far away. I think it's we too to. far away. <laughs> what? It was the last one we went to. Yeah. Um, I th- what did we do that year? I mean, I can't remember. I'm, yeah. I'm terrible. My, 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 I'm so old. My... You interviewed Getter. Oh, I interviewed David Getter. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love David Getter. By the way, there's a lovely voice in the background, and um, 
because I'm going to try a new style with my podcast, I'm going to include all these bits. So who's the lovely voice that I can? Oh, uh, Shelley. That's just my other half, Shelley. She uh, oh, hi, runs. Shelley. She runs data transmission uh, with me, um, and she runs looks after all the drum and bass and jungle for data transmission. So she amazing. She's, she's very knowledgeable when it comes to jungle and drum and bass. Well, hello, Shelley. Maybe I need <laughs> to. T- I need to talk to you another time. <laughs> yeah, definitely get her on. She's very yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's really, really interesting. Well, um, like I said, I, I with this podcast, it's really interesting. I've I've done a few, and it's been it's been great. And mm-hmm. I've had some great speakers, but I've really been inspired by listening to other people's podcasts. And I really like people like Louis Theroux, who is kind of just a bit all over the place. And I quite like that sort of natural style. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try doing that this time and give it a go um i do i normally do a long waffly intro about my guest so i'm i've got an edited highlight so i'm going to do a little edited highlights of who you are cool um and then we'll go from there so graham's love affair with electronic music goes back to the mid 90s when he first began to venture into the UK's beloved rave culture. Oh my God, I love rave culture. Finding himself interlaced with some of the country's most seminal club spaces. In 2008, Graham founded one of the biggest dance music publications in the game, Data Transmission, and now has set up multiple platforms under the Data Transmission label, including radio, help for DJs to connect to the right labels, a coaching business and the Boost brand. This year we'll see Boost launch an artist blueprint course which focuses on artist growth, releasing music, social media and beyond. In essence, his goal is to educate and empower artists looking to progress within the music industry at any professional capacity. Wow, that's amazing. Can you tell me (laughs) more about that and more about what you're going to do this year? Because it sounds very exciting. I've been reading about it. Yeah, so we, uh, I've been coaching DJs and producers for, I think, about five years. Like, I did it with one, one, stu- one person for, like, three years solid. Yeah. Uh, he then got picked up by, like, Hot Creations uh, and kind of left and went on to do his own thing. And I'm very, we're always very proud of him whenever he does. Yeah. Uh, and then from that, it kind of, like, sort of taught me what I knew a little bit, you know? Like, yeah. I know it's not very good English, but it kind of reaffirmed in my brain that what I all this stuff that I knew about how to how to grow yeah. grow an artist from literally from zero like from nothing and no following to to a point where they were getting good records on good labels and, and getting signed to booking agents and management you know that's so great and I and it was like I kind of I know how to do that really well and mm. um and that's now really the space where I kind of I'm sitting it's like get you to that next point, get you to that point where you are getting signed or getting that point where you're getting loads of streams. And um, so I, like I said, I've been doing coaching for then since, since then for two years, since that, since he left, um, we've had like maybe I know, 200 people through coaching since, wow. since we started and we've got a good 40 with us at the moment. Like some people come in, they get three or four months and we, and we give them a good load of information and then they go off and start doing their own thing, which is lovely to see. Some people have been signed to management companies as well since that time. Wow. We've got a core base. And then towards the middle of last year, it was like, right, I want to, I've wanted to have a course of my own for a while. Yeah. Um, I did an album campaign with Touring for a guy called Mason. He's a, he's a Dutch DJ producer who's been around for years. And again, I learned so much doing that. It was like, 
it really leveled up everything I was doing. Yeah. And then that, it felt then afterwards that, okay, I, I, there's definitely lots of material I can make into a course now. I think, yeah. you know, I have a load of stuff that I put on YouTube uh, regularly, but and, and I've kind of refined that some more as well. It's like, right now I can put this into a course. Yeah. Um, I then have been doing a course on building courses right uh, which which um was expensive but it's it's really 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 good um it's by a youtuber she um she's got she's got a big following on youtube and she talks about kind of youtube and how to build a business off youtube yeah um, and it's i've someone i've been following for a long time for a good couple of years as well so it made sense to do it with her um because she is amazing um and so i did that just before christmas and kind of yeah, I had to like there's a lot of research and a lot of interview I was interviewed like 60 people basically to find out where mm. where their pain points were so it's it's been full it's been like since since I say October it's been full on trying to do fit it all in um yeah. and then just before Christmas we kind of it got I've got it to a place now where I've got a curriculum and I've got a start date and I've got you know we're going to start at the beginning of February um we've with, there's going to be 20 people in the first version and then and we've got like maybe eight places left so far which is really cool that's amazing um and it, and it is it's, it's going to be a case of looking at an artist grow from from you know from from the very beginning or like and kind of filling them in on, on lots of music like general music business stuff to start with yeah um lots of stuff on social media lots of stuff on instagram lots of stuff on spotify like going full on in depth on on Facebook ads and and how yeah. to read data. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's 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 full on. It's going to be fun. That's amazing. You're a man after my own heart because um, I'm very much motivated by artists looking at all the data, really understanding the whole process. Um, and it's it it sounds kind of unsexy in a way, but I think if you go through these steps that you're talking about, they, you can create a very good successful strategy yes. that um, enables artists to actually make money, which I think is the key thing. You know, we're living in a different world right now. Um, so yeah, so that, I mean, I'm very excited for you, Graham. That sounds brilliant. What are some of the key motivations? Why did you, well, I guess, why did you see this gap in the market and what sort of, pushed you on to really go for this to kind of create this um course do you know do you know so like two years ago i was it's cr like every year at christmas it's like right what did we do last year what have we been yeah. doing what are we going to do next year and i just I, I started watching youtube a lot over that christmas period and kind of in the first weeks of january and kind of going and just watched loads of new people and they were kind of a lot of that content was telling people how to do stuff in a space and i was like well i've already been doing that like if people yeah. bump it if djs and artists pump into me i've been bumping to me at festivals or in clubs i've already been sort of telling them on a one-to-one yeah. -one basis and they've been benefiting out of it so i was like well i'm already doing that so why don't i just yeah. go a bit bigger with it and just start putting it out because it's like it's working for it's working for these other people in these other industries and it's helping a lot of people and it's helping, you know, the, those people in those industries get to where they want to get to. And I was like, well, I can do this in, in dance music. I've done it for a long time. And I, yeah. you know, I've got, 
data transmission is really, you know, it's 13, it's 13 years old. In, I know, that's in amazing. In February. And to run a business in, you know, dance music for that long is phenomenal, really. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm really pleased that we've kind of got to that point. And, well, and I... Yeah, I think it's, I do think it's fantastic. And um, I want to go back to um, one of the points, actually, that you mentioned. Um, so one of the things I think someone asked me recently, um, you know, through doing your podcast, what, what are your main lessons that you've learned? And I think one of the main lessons is actually that success is born out of failure. And yeah. um, a few minutes ago, you said, you know, you were looking at the pain points. Um, for you personally, you know, when you've been devising this, what have been some of those pain points, I guess, that will help you become successful, that have made you successful in data transmission? Because I think it's through failure that we learn most. It, it pushes our hand, really. Yeah, I think we had, a, like, we had a, some really dark times in data, for data transmission, like maybe through 2011, 2010, 2011, 2012. Yeah. Even like 2013, 20, like there was a big chunk of dark times where, <laughs> where it was just, oh, we weren't making enough money. I was spending too much money. I tried to make a ticketing company yeah. for, data trans, uh, for a ticketing platform, which just didn't work. Like I fully know that I'm terrible at promoting events. Um, and, and, and we kind of, around 2014, we sort of changed and I changed my thought of like, well, I do know a lot about music, so let's just start talking about music because I know a lot about that, and I'm like, uh, I can, you know, I, and I, and that's been working so far, you know, working well, and I'll just keep talking about music and kind of, you know, even still, then we were still kind of pushing the events thing from a data transmission point of view, and I just like, I, but that's because I wanted to go to them, but now it's like we're really good at talking about artists and we're really good at talking, you know, we really know our stuff when it comes to artists and music. And, we, and now I know how to build artists up. So that's yeah. kind of, we're finding it. It's like, it's taken me that, that length of time to find yeah. and also believe in what you're good at, you know? Yeah. That's I a really, big one. Yeah. I love that because I think if everyone is honest, they do have dark moments and you have to ask yourself the question, what is my purpose? And I, I absolutely congratulate you for keeping on pushing through because that, that's so hard. Um, and I think you're right. I think if you keep on looking, I, th I really love the kind of adage that, you know, that if you spend 10,000 hours at something, you eventually mm. start to get really good at it. Um, mm. So, yeah, no, I love that. Um, I'm going to take you back to your rave culture bit that I talked about. Yeah, cool. I, yeah, go on. <laughs> and um, looking at that, what, what things, you know, when you were younger, um, through the 90s, what advice would you give to your 18-year-old self now, you know, looking at that, um, that time and looking at what things have you brought through to what you do now? Mm, yeah, I mean... The 90s, were, the 90s were fun. I was bullied a lot when I was in the 90s oh, and awesome. and bullied a lot at school. And I, and I was also very small at school. Like I was like five, five something. And then yeah. one summer I shot up to the six foot six I am now. Boom. <laughs> and that six kind of changed. six? Yeah. yeah oh, wow, I didn't realise. Oh, that's fantastic. So, and that changed a few things. But then, and I just, I guess that person was, then it started listening to dance music 
and just I just started going out with different people because lots of my friends at the time were all into I guess 90s indie and 90s Britpop and and chart stuff and I liked a different type of music and I kind of went with it and it meant a lot of times going to places where you you just kind of were on your own or you were with some people that you just found essentially to enjoy going to the same music because uh, back then you, you did actually have to just find them there wasn't like you couldn't put it on a social media and yeah. say does anyone fancy going it was like yeah. you'd bump into them in the street or something wow which pub uh, are you going to we going to i'm guessing we going to them in london or you're from northampton aren't you i'm from milton Keynes, so oh, we had places in, yeah we had some we had some good nights in milton Keynes. so i just i didn't really go further than that to be honest because yeah it was like towards like i was still young in the 90s I'm, i mean it was like the later 90s like um 96 97 98 99 i guess wow. um and the early 2000s but yeah it's just like just the places we had a we had a really good club in here milton Keynes, um uh called ultra vegas and it was like a like when they're in their heyday they were like across four or five floors of this big this big place at the city center and that was pretty cool we also had the sanctuary which i think i went to like once or twice but again i were kind of caught the tail end of the, the, the glory days of the sanctuary you know i know shelly my other half she she could tell you loads about the sanctuary because I think she lived there. Uh, <laughs> she used to come up from Dover to go to the, to the sanctuary. You know, so. Um, so different, different, completely different, but yeah. Yeah. And if you were going, did you ever go down to London? Which clubs would you have gone to then? No, I didn't, I didn't go that far. My knowledge wasn't that far. Like in the nineties, I think my, my, it was, it was just, there was, there was, it wasn't like genres. It was just dance music, wasn't it? It was yeah, just yeah. like, and there was no kind of subdividing of genres. It was just, no. you listen to dance music and it was, and that was, <laughs> And that was it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just kind of what came into Milton Keynes because, nice. like I said, I didn't, we didn't really have many people to go with. So it was kind of like yeah, the yeah. ones I did, let's just go out and see what happens, you know? Amazing, amazing. And um, look, again, looking with a historic view, um, you've obviously, which I really respect, asked lots of questions to lots of different people. Um, what's the best piece of, adv- of advice that you have received? Um, do you think in your career it can be more than one or if you can think of anything and um, did you act on it or what was your response I'm just trying to think uh, I definitely do you know I read a lot I read a lot online I read a lot of stuff online where it's like I see people that are doing really well and I like I look at people like that and think what are they doing and, and most of the yeah. time it's they just have a, a general self-belief about themselves that yeah that they they're going to do something great and they um and I get inspired by that a lot, you know, yeah. like it's not even like you want to be them. You just, you can see how their demeanor is yeah, and that you want to, you can see they've got a focus that, that is just what they're about and what they're up to. And it's, and that's, and that's enough, you know, no. and, I, and I love that, you know? Yeah. And is there anyone at the moment that's inspiring you that you could share with the listeners? Is there anyone that you think would be a good person to go and check out their stuff? Do you know, uh, let me just, sorry, just, um, there's one, I'll tell you who really does, um, not, um, do you know Jamal Edwards? I don't. He runs SBTV. He, oh, okay. Like, yes, I he, do know SBTV. He's, he's completely, like, completely out of my jo- like, genre, but I, f- I find that that young man is just yeah. amazing things. Like, he, you, every time you watch stuff on in line, it, it's just... You look at it and go, wow, how do you find the time, first and foremost? And how do you, you know, how has that happened? But 
he's got such a self-belief that you just look at it and go, wow, that's incredible. Um, Steve Bartlett, who did, who ran the social chain, I love listening to his podcasts. I think they're incredible. And again, someone that's so like so still so young, you just listen to it and go, well, that's you know, it's it's just inspiring to kind of listen to the focus, you know. Yeah. No, I think that's right. You need laser focus. I think you can achieve a lot with that. Um, we touched on it a bit before, actually. Um, I'm always really interested in when people go through hard times and we, you know we're in a pandemic a global pandemic now so now is the moment this is the hard time um you know what are your survival techniques what keeps you going what gets you out of bed in the morning because um I'm being asked that a lot and I say sometimes it's difficult. I mean, I know that you've got young kids and stuff, but what, what are your motivating things? What are your survival? Do you know, so last, last year we, we actually had, we actually had an okay, like a decent year because we kind of done, we'd kind of moved out of events uh, and more in artists. We actually had like, we're quite like, we got to the end of the year and we were like, do we have to be quiet about it? Do we have to kind of go, yeah. we, actually, we actually had an okay year, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, well, congratulations. That's that's great. You know, I, we went. I went through the the last the twenty the two thousand and eight crash. You know, I went through the dot com bubble burst. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was like in two thousand and one. It's like you just keep you just get up and keep going, don't you? Yeah. Like you just. I don't think, and there's no point. I just, I just, whatever threat comes at you, you just kind of go, okay. Well, let's. How do we deal with it? yeah how do I, how do how do we deal with this problem and then yeah. and then let's move on and just you know let's yeah. what mu- firstly from a from a data transmission point of view it's what music can we listen to today what new artists can i find today that's a real big driver like yeah who can i who can i dig and find yeah and then give them some space on our on our, our platform to help them grow yeah that's a real like if i have to find a techno track at like five in the morning when i get up <laughs> i can dance you- around the office that's amazing. You get up at five in the morning. Yeah, I start work at four forty-five a.m. most days. Wow. Uh, I just love that quiet time in the morning before you, yeah. all your phone starts beeping, and yeah, I find like I achieve so much in those first three or four hours of the day that that's amazing. It's worth it, you know. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I kind of over the summer lockdown, I was able to get up at six and I was working really early. I'm finding it really difficult with these dark rainy days. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not so motivated to be honest, but um, wow, that's just, that's, that's incredible. One of the things um, that I found this week, which I really love and I knew that they were going to do it. So I, I, um, I speak at the BBC introducing uh, conference and I've done various bits for them and they've never focused on dance music. Mm. Um, but now uh, we've got an emphasis on that and uh, Jaguar who's part of BBC introducing uh, Beds Hearts and whatever it is Bucks Beds Bucks. Hearts yeah, yeah she's, a, she's, a, she's our BBC introducing yeah she things. is very cool and she's yes. um, yesterday I was listening she's done a three hour um, track on Spotify of all the new dance acts and there's just some real beauties in in that mm. Spotify list and and I agree there's there is an absolute joy to find new artists is there anyone on your radar or who you you were working with that you're particularly enjoying oh man um on my coaching there's a guy called josh samuel who had some great releases last year he's, he's got some great releases coming this year 
Yeah. Um, there's a. I've got. I think I've got. Let's think about this. I've got a. I've got a girl called Lisa Jane who's making some really great music uh, from a disco point of view, and she's. Um, I'm kind of doing some stuff with her. She does a live. She's been live streaming on my on my on our channels every Thursday. Oh, uh, wow. So if you like disco, go to Mixcloud from seven thirty on a Thursday because it's. Will you give disco. me that link and I'll put it in the all the notes? Yeah, yeah, cool. So she plays disco every Thursday, and we've been kind of building. She's been like like on Christmas Eve. She, she it was her twenty fifth live stream in a row uh, every awesome. thir- every th- every Thursday. Just I kind of suggested to do it, and she was like, "Run with it," and it's just got better yeah. and better. So. Really I love fun. that. There's kind of like a comfort blanket of disco at the moment. I'm yes. a I'm a massive Sophie Ellis Baxter fan. <laughs> nice. And I absolutely that is my guilty pleasure of dancing around the kitchen. That's um, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, that that's great. Well, we'll definitely put all those links in um the in the in the notes. Um yeah, so kind of drilling down a bit more, you talked about getting up early. Um, are there any more sort of effective habits that you could pass on um, to help people be more successful, you know, in what they're doing? You know, is, are there any, you know, are you a meditator? Are you a health eater? Are you a runner? In fact, yes, talk to me about running. Because uh, yeah, I, I know you're running. doing a special project this year. Uh, do you know, I'm doing, I've been running for a while. I love running. I, I, I ran yeah. this morning. Um, I like when was it 2017 I think some, some guys that's some guys in July in July 2017 said we're going to do a half marathon in in no in November um and can we use data transmission brand as 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 a because it's for tonight tonight and can we get some sponsors and use the brand and can we be associated with the brand and I was like yeah that's cool but I want to do it with you and I couldn't even run a minute. Like, honestly, God, I couldn't even run a minute. And then by wow. November, I, I did this half marathon in the slowest time known to man, but I completed it. <laughs> That's and then, And then since then, I've just been running a lot. Uh, I had some injuries and kind of missed, like, big chunks of years. Like, I missed, like, three or four months before, and which is pain. Like, you're just you're driving around, and you see people running, and you're like, oh, I want to run, <laughs> you know? Um, so, and, then I, and then last year, I got back into it fully again. Uh, after like a few months out and we've just been doing these online virtual challenges all the time like like yeah. there's I love a bit of bling and it's like you can do you can you can pay 20 quid and and do a tank a virtual 10k and we're like well let's do that then let's train for that that's and, very cool uh this year we're doing a virtual lands end john gross across the whole year wow. whether we'll whether we'll complete it or not yeah who knows it's 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 1400 kilometers so that's a lot yeah you have to run each year uh, each week rather well i think it's like 120k a month so it's like oh it's doable 30 or 40 a week you know and and, that's a lot (laughs) yeah and and if you think well you can't i kind of think like these weeks in january if i can just get to you know 100 120 by in january well, by the time you get to March, it's going to start getting warmer again. And, yes. and you, in the March, April, May, I might do more because I can, it's nice outside and we can just go out and do, yeah. you know, you, you feel better about running outside and it's warmer, you know? Wow. Oh, and well, then, I, uh, I wish you well. How many kilometres have you done so far then? Uh, I think we, I'm about 60 by the end of this week. Oh, that's so okay. Not too bad. Hey, well, listen, we're only the second week of, is it the second week of January? Yeah. I would say you're on target, mate yeah it just all depends on injuries and like like if it gets snowy or anything stupid like that then we're gonna yeah, lose yeah. 
but then we might pick it up in, like I say, in the warmer months. So we're just going to yeah. hammer the warmer months and get some decent miles under our legs in, the, in those months, you know? Yeah, brilliant. Um, one of the, the things that I particularly love about what you do, Graham, is you're amazing at social media. <laughs> and um yeah i i really love what you do and one of the i've i've been following it and one of the things that i um have particularly liked is that um oh my god i've forgotten the name of them you started to do what have i forgotten them reels oh there you go there you go there's, there's me turning Whoa. on my phone the reels <laughs> now it, it can you talk to people about reels? Because I want to give people a few kind of juicy top tips. And on Instagram, yeah. you are the king of Instagram. So if you're a new artist and you're just starting out, um, how can you leverage your presence on Instagram? Yeah, Instagram's hard, like, Instagram's hard right now. Growth is hard on it. But Instagram reels, there is loads of growth first and foremost they added it as a new feature last year so yeah anything anytime a, a social social media adds a new feature jump on it as quick as possible because they want you to use it and they will reward you with free reach uh and an extra reach because you're using it yeah um the, the platform they just give that because because the more you use it and the more they reach they give you the more other people see you using it and then they'll start Absolutely. using it and it becomes the feature becomes ingrained you know yeah so obviously they with i don't know if people you know but reels obviously is a big copy of tiktok like yes full-on copy of tiktok it's instagram's version of tiktok yeah uh, it's not you know it's, it's just a copy of a feature and they copied it they copied snapchat with the, the with stories so yeah they're just trying to bring the best features to the platform which is totally cool you know yeah, and Reels is 30 seconds, isn't it, of a video? Yes. And it has a slightly different kind of button on your phone. It's a square with a little wibbly, wobbly that's line right. through it. Yeah, that's um, right. So what do you think um, works well in Reels, then? If, if you were encouraging, you know, a new artist to start messing with Reels, what do you think works? Do you know, so artists, so it's all, like, people think that you should need to, because obviously with real, with TikTok and real, lots of reels, it's all dark people dancing or people yeah. lip syncing. You just, you just got to make it work for yourself. So things that work are track breakdowns. They work because really? you can basically film, with reels, you can film and stop and film and stop yeah. and film and stop. So track breakdowns work really, really well. Yeah. Um, fi finding a funny video and putting your own track underneath it works well. Yeah. Um, one thing I've not seen people do on Reels, but on TikTok I've seen them do it quite a bit, is doing, uh, obviously filming themselves where they're pointing different parts of the screen and then putting the text uh, box yeah. in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what works well with that is if you, if you choose different tracks as you're doing it. Okay. So you can do your top five of the week. And you're, wow. kind of, you're kind of showing people what you're into. And obviously from an artist's point of view, and a D, if you're a DJ, then that's kind of telling people what music they can find here if you if you're listening to a DJ. So I think it's a great great thing to do. You know, wow. uh, one thing I would say is fit, use TikTok's editor okay. because it's so much better. It's obviously been around longer. It's more developed. Yeah. Record a thirty second TikTok, um, and if you go to when, when you go through the, automatically download it. No, no, don't download it. What you do is you record it to the thirty second TikTok edit it make it look slick put yeah. in like all the text blocks and wherever you're going to put stuff on screen yeah, yeah, yeah then when you get to the save screen there's a there's a little there's a little in the top corner there's a bit where you can preview your tiktok 
before yeah. you save it. If you go to that and then hit screen record on your phone, you'll basically get the video without any TikTok branding on it. Oh, that's amazing. Because that's one of the things I was going to ask you is surely the Instagram algorithm picks up on the yeah. TikTok. So th I'm really interested. And you can load that up to Instagram and Instagram doesn't detect that algorithm. Totally cool. Because, wow. because it's essentially a screen recording of, of just a video. Huh. I didn't know that. Well, there you go. <laughs> there is some learning. There's a big juicy one for you. Thinking about advice for right now, um, I know a lot of people are just struggling even to get out of bed in the morning and they, they feel overwhelmed with everything. Mm. What is your kind of call to action now for people, apart from obviously signing up to your wonderful boost course <laughs> yes do that eight places left <laughs> yeah if, they, if, if i don't know when this is going out but if it's going out soon then there are spaces and if you add in, message me on instagram um then i can give you more information about the course but yeah, yeah um right now if you're an artist i would just literally honestly make as much music as humanly possibly can yeah if you you know just get in even if it's like a 20 seconds in a day and that's all you make yeah. Just keep making them, and and then whether they turn into anything or not, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Just yeah. do that practice, you know. Yeah. If you're if you're an aspiring DJ and you want to really be a DJ, well, you can play to an audience every night of the week if you want, because you yeah. can live stream every day. Like, get on Mixcloud because that that platform is far better than any other anything else for yeah. art for DJs. You, there's no takedowns. Any track you play, the money goes back to the artist. So get on Mixcloud exactly. and use their and use their platform. Use their streaming platform. Yeah. Um, and just play to play to every, play to play to nobody. Play to yeah. one person. You know. Yeah. But just just get play. Just get playing and practice and muck up live. It doesn't matter. You know. No, if there's yeah. nobody watching, it doesn't matter. It's just practice. So. Yeah. But you know, if you do play on on, uh, if you do live stream, think about that. You know that content that you're making, that live stream. It's it's a, it's a you know an hour or two hour piece of video and audio so turn yeah. that into turn that into multiple pieces of content across your social media you know yeah i think that yeah no i i i really i think that's brilliant i think sometimes we can be i don't know so overwhelmed and artists can be overwhelmed that they've got to have the perfect package everything's got to be right and i think i'm learning more and more that sort of failures and well, it's not so right that's kind of endearing really mm. and um yes hopefully one day we will be these perfect people but it's a journey for all of us Agreed. um and yeah, that just start just start doing stuff advice. yeah no, I, just, the most yeah. effective artists I, I know are the ones that say exactly that you know if you want one good song write 10 mm. and ha kind of have this loose attachment them to to them so that you're not feeling like you're so-called failing see it as not failure but as a song that didn't quite work or a mix that didn't quite work Sorry, you were going to say something. Yeah, just start doing stuff. Like, there's so many people that just they'll talk about it a lot and they won't execute. And it's like, yeah, you just need to start doing it because then once you start doing it, you get into that's the habit of doing it. You get into a habit of doing it, and it's yeah. like, right, I, got, I enjoyed that. Let's do that tomorrow, yeah. and, do it. and then you just get better and better. You know, exactly right. And for me, um, I was absolutely petrified to even start a podcast, and I know it's not perfect, but I am learning so much as I'm doing it. <laughs> And I think that's what I'm absolutely committed to doing, to doing something, learning. And uh, if the results are great, great. If they're not, well, that's okay too. But 
I've learned lots of, along the way. Yeah, um, I procrastinated with my podcast for for 18 months. So I kept going, I'm going to start a podcast, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah. And then I was like, and I, I just didn't for so long, but I, now, I love doing my podcast now. And, yeah. Um, we'll probably hit 100 episodes this year, which would be amazing, you know? That's amazing. And what's really interesting as well, I mean, I'm sure your podcasts go all over the world, but I, again, because I love data, you go, oh my God, this has been listened to in Argentina, <laughs> Estonia, Australia. And you think, wow, you know, and if that I've, I've encouraged one person, well, that's, that's good enough for me. So, um, well, Graham, it's been absolutely wonderful. I'm just going to ask you one question, just because I'm a massive David Guetta fan. Mm. Tell me about the David Guetta interview, because I think that's oh. so, so cool. Oh, man, do you know what? We, I got offered it, and um, I was I, How outside. How you got offered it? That's just, uh, just, cool. just, like, I work with the PR company. The PR company every year send around a list of artists they've got. Oh, at, is that um, Global? Um, it was Media Nanny. Oh, okay, Media Nanny, yep. And so they sent me a, sent me a list of their artists there. And I, 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 you just you put him down, don't you? You kind of you never mm. expect you're going to get the option, but you you put it on the list and say I'd like to interview David Guetta. And then yeah, and then it actually came back, and I was like, wow, this is cool. And um, oh, as we were, went to the went to it, and I was literally bricking it before, and <laughs> like my stomach was in mess, and we only had like ten minutes or five five ten minutes with him, so I only had a couple of questions, and we had we actually had to sit on this tiny little couch. Um, and you can watch the interview on on my YouTube and really. Uh, Again, will you send and, me the link and I'll put it in the notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then like it was, we sat on this tiny little couch and I I was checking my I had all the questions on my phone, so it looks like in the video I'm checking my I'm looking at, actually looking at my emails the whole time. It's not. I was like I was so nervous that I didn't want to lose the questions. I kept having to tap my phones because I couldn't remember how to switch it on to just stay on phone. Brilliant. Uh, and but it came out. It's, it's, it's an amazing video. And he, he shares some amazing content. And uh, actually, last year at the same time as ADE, some bizarre reason it, it went mental on YouTube. So it went from like a thousand views up to like thirty thousand in like wow. in like a week. Um, it must have been either YouTube reserving it because it was like this, the you know, or people just found it because they were searching ADE. Yeah. But yeah, it was mad. Oh it's well, that's incredible. I do love. I do love David Guetta and. Uh, I managed to get into, did you get up to see him uh, doing the live Beatport at the top of the tower? No. That he, no. Did a, he did a secret gig as Jack Back. Back, yes. And uh, that was amazing. But I stood in the cold for about an hour and a half. <laughs> trying to, and, and I am an arch blagger and I just couldn't blag my way in at all. That's, that's bad. Yeah, um, I, but I, what I, I did do in the end is I thought, I came out of the queue and I just, I went into the toilet and then suddenly I found myself in the queue to go <laughs> to the top of the tower. <laughs> nice. And nice. I ended up seeing the gig and it was amazing. And it was him just back to his basic DJing. It wasn't at all perfect. There were absolute mm. stops and everything in the whole concert, but it was yeah. on the gig. It was just amazing. Totally, totally Completely. Yeah, I used, I used to work for Turnmills Nightclub before before I ran Data Transmission, and we used to have him at Turnmills, and I used to just basically go and stand in the booth with him and watch him playing vinyl. Wow. Like, so when all those people were slagging him off in like the early yes. the early, and I was just like, no, I've seen him DJ. Like, at least in my yeah. I used to people go, oh, he's rubbish. He can't do. I've I've seen him play vinyl. I used to stand exactly. and watch him, and and he is an amazing DJ. And, he um, is an amazing DJ. He's he an amazing the, producer. And I'm like you, a lot of people kind of were quite critical of him because when you do the live shows, you have to sync 
all the music with the light shows, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And so it's, it, you, there isn't any room really to mm. do any free form kind of vinyl or any other type of DJing. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. It so is a show. It's a show. Those ones were shows, and they. Yeah. And they and they and people didn't realise that they should be treated as shows rather than DJ gigs, I suppose, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, thanks for sharing that. That's brilliant, and um, I look forward to seeing that interview because yeah, he's still, to me, an uh, awesome DJ. So, um, so yeah. So Graham Farmer, thank you so much. You've been amazing. Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you. And um, I wish you every success for Boost. Um, and yes, good luck. Here's to 2021. And I really hope to see you either Brighton, <laughs> Amsterdam, somewhere. Agreed. And yeah, I wish you every luck. And you're doing a great thing with what you're doing. Thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Thanks. Thanks. Have a good year yourself. Yeah, thanks, Graham. Take care. Bye. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Love Live Music Secrets of Success podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at lovelivemusicuk or come and visit my website www.lovelivemusic.co.uk